Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, October 18th, 2020, and this is day 965 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. Thank you so very much for blessing us to see another day. Thank you for creating this day just for us and for creating us in your image to go forth and fulfill every purpose that you've given us for today. Help us to be strong and very courageous, Father, and uh, help us to be bold and in doing what you've given us to do for this day. I ask, Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is expired, no flavor. Bam, expired, (laughs) no flavor. Yeah, you know how certain things get expired and yeah, all right. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit today. So we're going to start off uh, in Matthew chapter 5 verses 13 through 16 and Jesus is telling us about losing our flavor and and then we're going to go over to 2 Kings chapter 2 and uh, in, a, in a little bit, all right? So it starts off, Jesus is sharing here and he says, you are the salt of of the earth. Okay. Uh, But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify Father in heaven and glorify your Father in heaven. So we're talking about salt, losing our flavor, and light. How, you know, we, Jesus gives us two illustrations. How we are the salt of the earth, and we're also the light of the world. And uh, if we lose our flavor, we're no good to the kingdom of God. Now, let me go over my points, and then we'll go to the next scriptures. Point number one. Have you ever had food or dry goods in your cabinet that you went to use and then realized that it was expired way past its usage date? This has happened to me many times. As a matter of fact, my kids, when they come over, they're like, uh, how long have you had that moment? I mean, I'll have stuff, you know, like ketchup, mustard, uh, dressings, things like that. And like, and so one day they looked at the expiration date and saw that it was two years old. I didn't realize that. But yeah, they're like, ah, uh, mama, this is old. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that. And nobody wanted to use it. So we had to 
throw it out, right? So now I'm really cognizant of that, really checking my expiration dates because I didn't, time is just going by so fast and it's just me and my husband, so we can't go through things as quickly as we used to when we had a house full of children. <laughs> so they always make sure to check expiration dates, and so do I now. So instead of taking a chance, using it, my and using it and tanting uh, or or making my good food uh, bad, I just throw it out because I don't want to take a chance and have it uh, disrupt the good that I already have going on. So get rid of that expired. And and I believe that's what Jesus is talking about. You know, he's, God is out here to be ambassadors for Christ. And actually we choose to, it's our choice to serve him. So as we're out being ambassadors for Christ, we must remain salty <laughs> and we must keep our lights shining. All right. So the same goes for believers. We must be sharing our flavor with others. Otherwise, we may lose our value as we grow in Jesus Christ. We can't wait to share his love with others. So that's just something we're excited about doing as we grow in Christ. We're like, I cannot wait. The very next person you run into at the grocery store is God leaves you, of course. We don't want to come across as creepy uh, stalkers or... (laughs) Or anything like that. So be led of the Holy Spirit, you know, all right? Do that. Uh, uh, so, yeah, he, we want to share our love with the love of Christ with others. But but if we become stagnant, lackluster, no no longer studying or praying or, or fellowshipping with like believers. And, and, and I mean, right now during the, the plague, I mean, we, we're not able to see each other in person. But we, we can talk to each other over the phone or, or virtually and uh, or get together with your circle of people and, and keep your distancing, you know, all those things. Um, so we'll, we'll subtly, if we're not careful about that, we'll subtly lose our flavor and be of no value to the Lord. Once we become too much like the world, we are worthless or uh, and uh We're worthless as ambassadors to Jesus Christ. Let's put it that way. However, there's still hope for you and me. (laughs) Yes, you can be revived and made new in flavor again through repentance. Ask God for forgiveness for any sins. And listen, this is something that we need to do daily. (laughs) Really, I know I do on a regular basis. I have to... You know, like, oh, Lord, please forgive me. I'm so sorry. I was just sharing that Wednesday night. You know, because even the thoughts that go through our minds as we grow in Christ, we recognize it right away that this is not being, you know, uh, Christ-like. I'm not uh, being uh, like the Lord would have me to be. Please forgive me, Lord. It it doesn't even have to come out of your mouth yet. You know what I'm saying? It's, It's to that point. But if it comes out of your mouth or if you do something to harm someone else, Uh, with your words or with your actions, make sure, because God is going to bring it to your heart. Ask God for forgiveness and go make it right with that person. Don't be stubborn. Stubbornness is as unto witchcraft. We're not into that, right? That's not of God. So we want to make sure to not let that uh, linger because if it does, 
then it begins to fester, you know, that anger to bitterness and hate. And then violence comes up, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, so make sure, I, listen, my little great niece uh, is here and stand with my sister. Her, it's really my sister's, uh, let's see, is her great niece? Yeah, great niece. So she's like my great niece too. Uh, uh, my sister's husband's great niece. So she's our family too anyway. Well, she's, she and my granddaughter were playing together and uh, we were talking and she, because they had a little disagreement. And so she said, auntie, when I get upset, I got anger problems. Now listen, she's seven years old. I got anger problems and I just lose it. And I just start throwing things and hitting people and doing it. And I said, okay. I said, so now what you need to do is stop saying you have anger problems. And whenever you feel that way, I want you to say, Jesus, please help me. Help me to get through this. And she said, okay. And I said, also, instead of saying, I've got anger problems, because she's saying it because somebody told her this. <laughs> and uh, I know someone told her this. or she. And so what she has to do is change her mindset and thinking. And when you do that, your words are different or you change your wording and your mindset and your thinking will change. So I told her to start saying, I don't have anger problems. I'm a child of God. You know, I'm good. And if, and every time you feel that way, ask Jesus to help you. And she said, okay, auntie. So I love it. Working with children. <laughs> They're easy, easier than us a lot of times. So, uh, now, let's go to 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 19 through 20. 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 19 through 20. I'm going to give you an example of, of how we can be revived. All right? So, this is Elisha. And this is right after Elisha uh, received a double blessing after Elijah was taken to heaven in a whirlwind. And this is what it says. It says, The people of the city said to Elisha, Look, our Lord, this town is well situated, as you can see, but the water is bad and the land is unproductive. Bring me a bowl, he said, and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the spring and threw the salt into it, saying, This is what the Lord says. I have healed this water. Never again will it cause death or make the land unproductive. And the water was, has remained pure to this day, according to the word Elijah has spoken. Woo! Glory to God. Listen, we just got that revelation just now with that, with what I shared with you about my great niece. Our words, what we say, make such a difference because our words have power. We hold the power of life and death in our tongues. Now, he took that salt to purify it. That, that is an example of purification. Salt is used to uh, preserve things, to purify things, used for healing. There's so many things that they used salt for and that we do even now. Like now I'll mix salt in some water if I have a sore throat coming on and gargle with salt and water. My mother always told us to do that. And it works. It's a healing in salt and uh, a refreshing. And also salt is very flavorful. 
So it brings flavor to, to anything, just about. I mean, yeah, you might not want to put it in. Well, I don't know. Yeah, we put it in cake too, right? Yeah, not too much. So keeping that in mind, how we too, like this water, can be revived and make the whole town prosperous. See, the, the town was in good shape. It was unproductive, though, because of the water and the land. Well, that's important. That's huge. <laughs> or the land, it was well situated, but it was unproductive. So when we have the salt of Christ, we're productive. And we also bring light to the whole world. And we will help them to get their flavor. Woo! Glory to God. Look at how much, how powerful we are in Christ. So I can tell you about a time when I lost my flavor. I began to lose my flavor several years ago. I started a business called Serving Clean. And we did staffing for parties. Doing just fine, humbled as can be in Christ. And uh, loved it. Did that business for eight years. We did staffing for parties and, you know, like weddings, banquets, uh, birthday parties, um, even hotels. We had contracts with big hotels. They used our servers uh, at large banquets. And I'll never forget this. I didn't, I did not uh, totally relapse, but I was on the way. (laughs) Something had began to consume my mind that didn't line up with the Lord, and that was making lots of money. And it wasn't so much having the money. It was like this challenge, right, to take the business, to grow it, to I wanted it. I wanted to be grossing, at least grossing (laughs) a million dollars a year. Well, At one point, we were close to half a million, and that just gave me such excitement. So I created my strategic plan, and like this, and and this is what I was so driven by. And I was so focused on that that I wasn't spending my time with the Lord every day. I wasn't studying every day. I, I, I wasn't hanging out with believers. I was in my own zone, my own world, just you know, constantly working 24 hours a day, seeing like just trying to get to that point, pushing, pushing, pushing. Well, nothing wrong with growing your business. Uh, But what's taking precedence in your life? God or the business? And, 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 and labeled like a workaholic. No, no, that what that is, is putting everything, putting that before God. And that's what I was doing. At, at a point in the business. And God got my attention. Oh, did he ever. <laughs> in a way unlike anybody ever could. Uh, after the devastating, hard, rough thing of 9-11 that took place. Which, you know, a lot of people lost loved ones. Which is very sad. Um, we, uh, the business suffered because we were hospitality. And people weren't traveling. There were no more banquets. And, and everything just stopped. For me, when it came to that, and uh, we began to lose things. I, I remember having a huge balance, at least huge to me, uh, on my American Express card, and just paid it off every month. Uh, and you know, I remember it might have been close to five thousand dollars, and you know, but I was bringing in enough to t- take care of that. So I, I, uh, 
I did, wasn't able to take care of it that one month. And that was just the beginning <laughs> of everything going downhill. And with losing that, and then my husband got injured on his job and wasn't able to work and was getting a worker's comp, which was not nearly enough compared to what he was making to take care of the things we need to take care of. So to make a long story short, we ended up losing our home, filing bankruptcy, uh, lost a car. It was repoed. I didn't even know it was repoed. I like went outside one day. I'm like, honey, the car is gone. And, <laughs> and he... And I and I thought, well, hmm, there's no glass. They didn't break in. The windows weren't. So I went and told my husband. He goes, it was repoed. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So, anyway, learned a lot during that time. <laughs> Got my attention like never before. He, Everything was restored to us after all that. Even through going through that, God gave us favor to get a place, to to get another vehicle, to get... It. He strengthened my husband and I's relationship during the process. We were getting far apart. It was so many things that was hurting because I was losing my saltiness, losing my flavor. And it began to affect everything else it also my kids were teenagers then they're all grown now and 40 years old 38 but I remember it brought a stronger bond with us um because everybody had to pitch in to for us to survive and it was just amazing and then through all that to see God's favor right there happening and I remember just falling on my face to God and repenting and and saying, I'm so sorry, Lord, and, and trusting him. And and uh, then and then everything, you know, we stayed in a rental or we rented a house and God gave us the favor to get it because our credit was shot. And it happened to be someone that I knew from networkings I'd gone to. And she said, it's yours if you, you want it, it's yours, Jackie. The house out south, way out south to me. And uh, I wanted to stay in the city, but God's like, nope, this is where you're going to be. And just every step of the way and, and learning how to count on God because I was used to having, you know, a nice chunk of change in my pocket. It got down to where I barely had some change in my pocket. Listen, we went from six figures, you know, over 100000 uh, a year to making like maybe right at the hard time 10000 and then gradually going back up. You know, not hitting that 100,000 mark, but yeah, <laughs> going back up. And uh, God has blessed tremendously. And uh, I haven't missed a beat. My husband hasn't. God has just done a great thing. And I'm so grateful to him how he restores us, just like salt does. Salt will restore something that is has lost its flavor and bring it back. And that's what Jesus says we should be doing. And he knows how to get our attention. If we've fallen away. Yield unto God. Don't don't wait until it gets bad off like mine. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yield now. Uh, let his will be your will. See that's that's what happens when we take on his flavor. We're saying let thy will be done. In my life father. Like Jesus told his father, let nevertheless, Lord, I, 
He was saying, I got to take this cup of all this sin of the world, die for every sin that was ever committed and ever would be committed for every single human being. I've got to take this cup. But the hardest part was the separation between him and the Father when he took that cup on the cross of sin to take it on him because God does not look at sin, could not look at sin. And he did that. And he, at first, it was rough thinking about it before the time came. And, and then he said, Father, let thy will be done. And that is where we should be. Father, let thy will be done in our lives. Ah, glory to God. I love you all. May the Lord bless you. Well, before we do that, let's let's check on if you don't know Jesus. That's important right now. If you don't know him as your Lord and Savior. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Ah, you got your salt on now. All right, the angels are rejoicing in heaven over you. All right, mighty warriors. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Man. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Um, also, you can um, also please check us out on any of the other uh, podcast outlets and please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and learn more about God's agape love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.